Join me right now on Kumite TV is Bellator middleweight knockout artist Jordan Williams. What's going on, Jordan? Another hey, muscle, man. How you doing tonight? Good, good, man. Uh, I appreciate your time. I know you're in the middle of uh, training sessions. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, of course. Anything, anything, man. Uh, you know, I got your back. All right. Well, I know... You are a carpenter by day, mixed martial artist by night. Could you take me through a normal day in your life? <laughs> a normal day? I mean, well, well, it's considered normal to me. So I, I wake up around uh, 5.30. I get up at 5.40. You know, it takes me 10 minutes to get up. Uh, let my dog out to go to the bathroom. I got this new little puppy. He's about five months old. So I've been taking care of him. And then... Get ready for work, get to work by 7 with the puppy, the puppy goes with me, and then we work till 3.30, after 3.30, I rush back home, get, uh, I'm back home by like 4, get dressed, or shower off, get dressed, and then uh, I take my dog to the dog park, or walk him, let him get his little energy out, and then I go to training, usually from anywhere from like 5.30 or 6 to, to 8 o'clock at night, we have training, uh, and that's a... Uh, that's basically Monday through Friday. Saturday is a you know a team workout run. You know we mix it up, do some things, but you know a collaborative attempt to you know do something together on Saturdays, like a sled workout or a, like a deep hill uh, run, and then go home, make dinner. I mean, you, uh, uh, or buy it. Then that's usually about like uh, eight thirty nine. Get a little Netflix in. Or something until 10 and then crash out, get ready to do the next day. Well, Sunday is my only day off, you know, so uh, training uh, training wise. So that's like a normal a normal training routine for me right now. You seem to have a lot on your plate every day. Why did you decide to get a dog? That's a huge responsibility. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you know, uh, he helps me, you know, the, um, you know uh, he helped me over in the life of a fighter, you always are thinking about yourself. I mean, even when you're thinking about other people, it's like you got to, and you have to be this way. You have to think like, you know, everything that I do, everyone who I hang out with is to better me at, at least at this moment for my fight career. Because, you know, the window, my window is not only open, it's been open. So, you know, just staying like a dog is someone who's not going to go out and uh, ask me to offer me to go out and get drinks. Or, you know, and, and, and that aspect as well. But he also, yeah, it makes me think of other people. So in this, in this world, in this fight life where I'm always thinking about myself, I have to take a step back and, like, and like now this, this like little dog is dependent on me. So, like, and, and what do I do for him? So it's, like, it's really, like, I have to uh, stop thinking about myself for a while and, uh, and uh, take care of this dog, which is a healthy thing. And, uh, yeah, but, hey, you are not lying. It's a lot on my plate right now. Well, you know, I'm probably gonna take him to fight week. He's gonna be in the hotel with me at fight week just because he's so young. You know, I can't leave, and I have no one to watch him. You know, so he's gonna be there. <laughs> well, I think comfort is a big, important aspect in a fighter's life, and I guess that puppy gives you some form of comfort any time of the day. Exactly. No, no, you're right. That's exactly it. He, the, um, I didn't realize, I mean, I knew, like, when I got, because I got talked into getting this dog, and it was for free, and uh, he's a, he's beautiful, he's a blue-nosed pit bull, he listens really well, trains him really well, but, 
and, and which is uh which is like me training him i train him like i train myself and like that's another reason i got this guy who helps me realize like whoa man i might be going a little too hard on myself because i'm going really hard on this dog right now so it's like it helps me like like you know like not only that in that hard aspect of you know i'm like stressed out and this dog is giving me comfort but you know he's he's making me realize how that some of the miscomfort or the uncomfortable feelings i'm doing to myself so you know i take a step back on some things so exactly now let's get back into your fight career um last appearance in the cage tuesday night contender series you took it on extremely late notice you got the tko finish in the third round thinking back at the circumstances you had yourself in and the result were there any frustration after you left vegas um well you know I wasn't mad at the contender series because I knew that the, the hey, buddy. Uh, hey, what's up, folks? I'm on a video interview right now. Like, good. So hey, good. Yeah. I'm on an interview. <laughs> my coach is checking up on me. But uh, yeah, um, so the contender series. I mean, I was a little irked that, like you know, I um, that one because I was beating him on our feet. And I was about boxing. He's talking about oh, he's a striker. And I was just, I was just, I was boxing him into the, in the, to the point where he tried to wrestle me, and then something flipped him, switched my head, like, oh, you, like, what out wrestle me, like, I'm the wrestler. So then I would take him down. But then uh, I even like heard uh, Michael Bisman say when he was commentating, he's like, man, I feel like if Jordan would have just kept it on the feet, like, like another 30 seconds to a minute, two minutes max, he would have finished him on the feet. Like that's what I was kind of kicking myself in the head for. Is like, don't feel like I got to prove to be better, like, in, in everything. I mean, the wrestling was helping to my strategy because I did take it on a five-day notice, and I wanted to drag him the, in the, into the deep waters where I potentially thought I was I'm taking a fight on a five-day no, uh, five notice. So that's also why I wrestled. But I feel like I should have just uh, um, been more present and seen that I was winning on my, on my feet and then just execute from there and, just go, and then uh, seek that finishing on, on, our, on the I'm uh, standing because you know on that contender series that's what they want they want that flashy they don't want you know someone that can come in on a five-day notice I guess and uh, get a TKO in the third round that's like not enough uh, for them a few months later you were suspended you were fined and your win was overturned to a no contest by Nevada State Athletic Commission for you know a positive test right for marijuana which is retarded to be honest with yeah. you could you explain the story oh, yeah. around the whole situation? All right. So, you know, I knew that, uh, I, knew that I should, uh, I was smoking, right? And I knew that there was a big chance that if they test me, because uh, there's, there's even a rule, right, now the 300 milligrams parts per million or some ratio like that, that WADA uh, accepts. The, um, so they... Except that number, and I've and I've heard from other people from out that they smoke. It's different though of how many days before the fight you have to quit. Some it's like the day before, two days before, three days before. The, I mean, the amount that I partake in in marijuana use, like I should probably quit a week out before just to make sure it's totally out. I mean, or not totally, but like within the marijuana levels. But for me, in that situation, it's kind of like it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Like, you know, so I just took it. I knew I, I probably just, you know, it might t come up positive. I, I stopped 
couple days before, like, like two or three days before. So, you know, I was really, wasn't like that straight. I, I didn't know how I would do on the rules, so I was risking it as well. But next time, I, like, uh, I mean, the fast forward to the end, I am, like, I'm stopping, uh, you know, at least a month out, three weeks out before each fight. You know, now I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess around with that. But, um, back to, like, how I was feel, uh, feeling about that, or um, explaining that, it's, you know, I'm a type 1 diabetic, I use marijuana all the time, like, that's what people are getting mad, like, um, one of the number one things that everyone else does is reduce inflammation, and, like, I have a, I have my pancreas is so inflamed that it, the lymph nodes decided it stopped producing insulin, so I basically have an over-inflamed pancreas, like, all the time, or, you know, it, to the point where it's shut down, so it's just like, I, you know, I was like, come on, man, I, I legit, I mean, I legit have a reason to use it, I mean, uh, I did my time, like, you know, the, the six months, I, uh, you know, after this, after this, uh, five, my managers are lining me up, saying, don't get ahead of this one, but, you know, like, if things go away, we have a, a bigger show already lined, you know, already lined up, like, hint, hint, you know, so, I just gotta come out here and Bellator, do my thing, and, I might, you know, get the uh, make my face back and the opportunity around those like that part or something, you know. So I just gotta, I just gotta, you know, even though I have every, like every right to use that, you know, to use it. I just gotta like be accountable for my actions before, and uh, just like be ready to follow the rules. So, so that's what, like, you know, that's how I felt and that's how I feel or that's how I feel now about after that whole thing happening. Under those circumstances, you know, you're five days notice you have a medical condition, you would think that they would understand and, you know, make an exception for you. I, 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 I don't understand why they did not do that for you because, you know, that no contest is a, it's a no contest, man. It, it, you're yeah. supposed to have three wins in a row. Right, exactly. I mean, I still, I still tell people, oh, I, my, my brother, people like you tell me that, like, you know, like, that's what I have in their minds. And people see, they'll see the win, they'll see the no contest. Like, even though there's no contest, they'll see the video and see what happened in that, in that, in that no contest. But uh, the, the reason why, it's not even it's, it's not even UFC that, that I blame. It's basically they are stuck in limbo and, and the rules that they have to do because even though it's Nevada State Commission, it's the California State Athletic Commission, right? It's, uh, it's the state. In the state of Nevada, it's legal. In the state of California, it's legal where I live. But they follow federal law. So, and the Fed, and feds still call it a Schedule One narcotic. So that's why the I, I mean that's why they're stuck with them. I'm not the now why they can still call themselves a Nevada State Athletic Commission when they should be the they should just be the Federal Athletic Commission if they're gonna follow those rules. I mean, it beats me, but, you know, like, I know that they're, that's what they're dealing with because, you know, they, they, they lost a lot of fights and this happening with the Diaz brothers and other big names that, you know, have proven that it's not a, it's not something that, you know, is a problem or should be a problem to, you know, the, the commissions. Definitely. Well, you get past all that. Now you're back in Bellator, back in San Jose. You're on a stacked card. How good does it feel to get back in the cage in your home? Oh, oh man, it feels good. It's uh, you know, it's it's like I've been sparring for so long and just training so long, and it's like that's like the closest thing you have to a meal. Feeding, like you know, if you consider a cage, like you know, the cage a, like a, a feast, like you know, you finally get to eat and feed and release all that you've learned and. 
And but in the meantime, you've just been scrounging off sparring and you know struggling off just training. You know, like it's gonna feel real good to finally get some uh, some fight nourishment back in my system. Well, you've been away for ten months. Has there been any aspect of your game that you worked on in particular with your time off? Well, you know, like uh, ever since I I took my last loss, you know, I got you know beat on my feet. I got I got knocked out cold. So you know. Yeah, basically, my game is just really working on my stand-up. I've been working on my stand-up and my wrestling. I wrestling, we always kind of do to make sure that we have a, you know, I, I do, like, keep my, my back on it. But in jiu-jitsu, I mean, this guy that I'm fighting, he's a, a jiu-jitsu artist. I mean, he's got two wins via TKO and two wins via uh, submissions. And so he's 14-1. Uh, but so, you know, I've been working on my on, on jiu-jitsu and uh and wrestling as well but mainly man it's my hands like you know just watch out so i'm coming i'm coming to strike i'm coming to bang you know <laughs> like uh that's really what, I, what my intent's been it's been working out for me the past three fights so it's like you know i'm just gonna keep it going speaking of your opponent diego herzog he is also a guy fighting out of california have you had any run-ins with him around the local scene <laughs> I know because like I live in San Jose, he lives in Santa Rosa, or excuse me, he lives in San Jose, I live in Santa Rosa, and uh, we live, a, that's like an hour and a half away drive on good time, so we don't really hang out in the same crowds and all, but um, I, I, it's, it's good that I'm going to be in his hometown, and I'm, 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 I'm down face him in his hometown. He was like, you know, the last Bellator the guy I fought, he was a he was a hometown guy too, and I stole his goose egg. So like, you know, like this guy, you know, I I'm not. He's probably gonna have a big fan base. He's gonna have a lot of people there. He's like, and I do not care. Like, you know. Herzog, he hasn't stepped into the cage in more than two years, which is pretty amazing, right? And he's returning to you, uh, you know, a young <laughs> slasher. Do you believe in ring rust, especially at the start of the fight? Um, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's like, I do believe that there is, I mean, it's only naturally that, you know, if you don't use, even if you have a great automobile, you still, if you don't use it, the battery will die, or, you know, like, you know, you, you gotta, like, keep things flowing, and, but, you know, I think it's different for each fighter and how fast the dust comes off. Like sometimes some people it's just like they land one combination, like, oh yeah, I got this or until they get hit with a combination, like, oh okay, no, that's how it feels again. So like, you know, uh, to really really like, you know, I don't know how long it's gonna last on him. I think he's gonna be nervous as hell because I was nervous my first fight back after my two year layoff, but you know and now I think uh, mentally I'm I'm more mentally prepared, you know, just, you know, hearing that. It's uh because I know where I was at too before the fight, you know, just like there was so much relief after I knocked the dude out. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like you know, I'm back, <laughs> like you know. But it's uh, so yeah, we'll see. And he, I think his last fight was a no contest or something too. So it was uh, you know, I don't know how he, how exactly he'll be feeling. NorCal Fighting Alliance. Who are some of the coaches you are working with and the training partners that you have been in gr in the grind with during this camp? Uh, always my head coach, uh, Dave Terrell, he is always there overseeing everything and, uh, he'll catch mix for us sometimes. He's like always, uh, co uh, coordinating our workouts. Uh, my boxing coach is, uh, 
We call him Jerry, but Geraldo Herrera, he's, uh, he's my boxing coach, also my barber. So, you know, <laughs> that comes in handy. <laughs> fresh. He's, uh, yeah, man. Like, so he's going to keep me fresh before I walk out. Like, you know, it's like two birds, one stone. <laughs> and then, like, those, uh, those, are, those are mainly the only, or uh, there's uh, another jiu-jitsu coach besides Dave. is uh, Jacob Hardrug, uh, one of his few uh, black belts. And then, so, yeah, like, those are the coaches I would uh, I'm really focusing and working with on this camp. I've heard that you walk around near fight weight, so you don't really have to take, you know, you don't really have to cut too much weight at all. When you see guys, you know, during fight week, knocking on desk door to make weight, what are your thoughts? What thoughts are going through your mind? I mean, not, it's just for me, it's like, hey, man, it sucks. I've been there. I hope you... And if it's the guy I'm fighting, it's like, I hope you recover. Like, you know, I hope, and not only, like, not only your body, but your mind, because you see I'm looking at that, like, hey, man, like, it's just, uh, I'm just like, well, that's not going to help you. Like, you might have to, uh, when I see him like that, because what helped me is uh, I went up with us. Being a type 1 diabetic, too, I think it was just smarter for me to go up and wait, because not only, and then I got knocked out on my last fight at 170. So people were like, oh, man, I don't know. You're going to be able to take those hits at 185. And, you know, me and my coach, uh, Dave, he's like, we all think he decision. He's like, or when I asked him, he was all, man, I think you should at 185 is a long time ago. Like, I've been waiting. I've wrestled at 171 since my sophomore year in high school. So and I'm 28 now. So it's like I, I'm just not letting my body expand. And, um, and. The, my, my brain, I'm just like, I feel like I make the better decisions because my brain is hydrated and other parts of my body are hydrated, not just my muscles. So I can just like, I can flow and like, I just seem to make the right decision more than not now at this weight class. And uh, and then I walk around and like, uh, one, anywhere from 190 to 195, like if I'm above five that's because I, I was slash something happened or I didn't work out that day or I, mean, I cheated on my diet a little bit. But I, I, I normally walk around uh, 190, 195. Now, when I was roofing, I was on the roof sometime, I'd be walking around like 182, 187 in that range, you know, because I was roofing all day and then I go to train. So, yeah, I haven't really, and since I, I've gone up in weight, I, like I don't, every meal isn't like, I don't eat it like my last meal. Like when I was cutting to 70, I would weigh about 200 maybe do 10 on a fat day because I just couldn't control myself. I just eat. Like, every time I got a chance to eat, I ate, you know? So, like, now that I don't cut as much weight, I my, I don't feel like my body is sporadic until I just go eat because it knows I'm already, like, I'm, I'm not cutting that much weight. What type of performance do you see yourself putting on for the audience in attendance? Um, I see myself, you know, I, first and foremost, like I said, it's every time. Anything can happen. Any performance can happen. You, you can, like step on something or treat something or like just have a bad zone in even though it's 10 pounds and like it not do well or mentally like just hit a brick wall but i i don't see that i see myself i see my performance being you know on point technical um i'm not gonna chase the knockout i'm not gonna let him chase for the submission you know what was hand him i'm gonna i i see i see myself executing my game plan and uh, you know, I see it like like every every fight, like you, you, I see myself like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be this. It doesn't matter with the record. And then I go in there, and then I, I, like they take 
a hard punch. Like, oh, okay, this guy's this guy's tough. Or they punch me hard. Like, oh, this guy's like really tough. That's gonna be this is gonna like like that moment. I might have like you know, it might happen in any fight. You you, you realize that hey man, this guy's also a warrior, a trained warrior to come after me. But I really you know I I, I feel like I'm just oh. Sorry, I'm in the, like I said, I'm in this hallway, man. I'm trying. I'm in this hallway. There, there wasn't that much movement, but uh, yeah, I just I see I see my execution being uh, being brought out. I see like you know, uh, probability is gonna be a knockout, and you know, I like to go. I'm a numbers man. I like to run with the numbers. Numbers say knockout. All right, one last thing before I let you go. You're from California. Music and sports go together. You know, what can you recommend to your fans? What's in your car when you're, you know, driving down the street? What are you bumping? Oh, man. Shoot. I mean, honestly, this, I mean, when I'm feeling like fight mode, like, kind of like, I had some intense, like, dark, or like you know, some, 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 some intense rap, you know, like, it's got to have some, like, cussing and, you know, the end the bomb dropped a couple times, you know, so, I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, just, you know, Kind of thug stuff, but and then also, but just as important, I like the like I like I was thinking about walking out to this next song. Uh, it's called Moment by Kyle. It's kind of like him going through like, hey, this is my moment, this is my time to shine. And this like so, also songs like that just reminded me that like you know I like this is my time, baby. Like yeah, I gotta I gotta go. I gotta do this. Like this is it. Like uh, don't hold back at any part of uh, part of this game. Not training, not the fight, not diet. Like just go, just do it. Just, like man, man up, and so like kind of music's like 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 you know just motivating music. Also to my fans, watch, sit down and watch motivational videos. You know like uh, that's a great thing that helped me going. Like you know um, there's some one like some great compilation of uh, different uh, motivational speakers like ET, like Earl Thomas, and people like that. And I really I really recommend that that. That could be, I have some of those scattered throughout my playlist. I'll be like, listen to a song, boom, motivational speaker come on. And then I'm like, okay, let's, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 those are my recommendations. Like, get those in your earphones playing, like, today. All right, yeah. man. Well, April 27th, Bellator 220, San Jose, California. Jordan, I appreciate the time and good luck to you. Hey, my brother, I appreciate you uh, hitting me up and getting this interview and helping me get some exposure over there on the east, uh, eastern side of the world. Tell all my people in Korea, I said, what's up?